is Hall of Famer Rod Carew, and you're listening to the Tee It Up Show. Money, 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 money. We all love it, and our next guest loves it. Maybe even more than A.J. Godfrey. I think he loves it more than you, Co-host of this radio show. Welcome back to the Tee It Up Radio Network. We are live in beautiful Los Angeles. Uh, The sun is rising here in the west. It is a gorgeous, spectacular, perfect, picture-perfect day. There's not a cloud in the sky, and we're ready to go play some golf. I know. Perhaps down at Trump National and Rancho Palos Verdes, where the Palos Verdes stone has been applied so perfectly, perfectly to that golf course. Donald Trump? It's, there's no introduction needed for this man. Welcome to the show this morning. Well, good morning. You have a great show. I listen all the time. You're in a lot of different stations, I can tell you. <laughs> we are. It's a pleasure to have you on with us. We had the pleasure of, of course, meeting you. I think it was last summer. Uh, Michael uh, Vandergoes uh, mm-hmm. was driving you around, and they were shooting the big breakout at uh, Trump National in Los Angeles. Very That's Merry right. Christmas! A very Merry Christmas to you and yours. Where are you calling us uh, uh, from this morning, uh, Donald? Well, I just left Los Angeles, and I arrived in Palm Beach, and I played my course in Los Angeles yesterday. Trump National and had a really good time. The weather was beautiful and the course is in the best shape I've ever seen it. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. And then I left late last night and I just got to Palm Beach. And, you know, when I agreed to do this call, I said, you know, I'm going to it's going to be perfect. I'll be at seven o'clock in the morning in Los Angeles. So that's pre-golf. But in Florida, that's uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. So it sort of put a little crimp in my golf round today, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, well, we know that feeling. We hate that, to interrupt. Yeah, we do. Isn't that a lousy feeling, Yeah, it's a way? terrible yeah. feeling, so we appreciate you taking a few minutes. That's absolutely. I have great respect for the show. Well, we've got some, obviously, great respect for you and in terms of the uh, all, all the accomplishments that uh, you've uh, had ever since uh, you got through uh, college in terms of taking over your dad's business and just the, the tremendous business career. But all of us are just biting here, uh, firstly, to just ask you, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about golf, but how do you manage it all in terms of all the different things you've got going on? Is there... How, how do you trust all the employees? I mean, we've got a, a staff of about 20 in our small company, and I've got a tough time just managing 20 people. Well, it's not easy. You have to go with the best people you can get, and you have to watch them, and you have to be very careful because it just takes one to really hurt you badly. And you really have to be very, very careful with who you hire. And then after you hire them, no matter who they are, no matter what they are, they have good moments and bad moments, and some only have bad moments. And <laughs> You have to be able to cull them out, weed them out, and get rid of them. That sounds exactly You know, it's interesting, though. You're talking about management, of business management. You know, you could probably move that into the whole golf world as well. I mean, if you think about it, some of the greatest golfers in the world have the greatest golf management. And uh, I don't know how your game is these days, um, but uh, you have a tremendous passion, at least I know that, uh, for the game of golf. And what you've done just moving in and just, you know, obviously with your golf courses that are now not only nationwide, they're worldwide. I mean, talk a little bit about your involvement now, you know, in golf. Well, it's an interesting question. Uh, It's, you know, I build buildings uh, primarily, and they're 
bigger investments and their bigger deals, generally speaking, than a golf course. But the golf course, there's something very beautiful about shaping Earth and about, you know, getting really good locations. And I really started out in golf in Palm Beach by accident. I won in a huge lawsuit, a big piece of land, a tremendous piece of land, and I built Trump International Golf Club there, and it's the number one rated course in the state of Florida. It's a great course. It's a private course. And we have the Women's World Championship, and we Mm -hmm. have a lot of different things there, but it's a great course, and it's, you know, been, it's just been a very tremendous success. Uh, People pay a lot of money to join, and they, at the place, it's packed. It's, uh, you know, it's full, and unlike a lot of courses you read about with the economy and everything else, it just does well. And then I went to Westchester and likewise had a great course at Trump National Golf Club Westchester. And then I just did one with Tom Fazio in uh, Bedminster, New Jersey, the home of the of John DeLorean, the former home of John DeLorean, 525 acres. And it's it's terrific. Wow. And that they're all private. Mm-hmm. And then the, the one that I did that is really been the talk of California, as you know, and beyond is I have two and a half miles on the ocean, 300 acres in Palos Verdes, which is right outside. It's in Los Angeles, actually. It's if you if you leave the Beverly Hills Hotel, it's a half an hour away, and it, it's a public course. And the reason it's public is because in California, you're not allowed to take a course private if it's on the ocean. So it's a public course, and it does unbelievable play, and people love it. And people meet each other out there, and it became a mixer, and you have the most beautiful women, and you have great-looking guys, and everybody goes there, and it's become hot. And you also have a, a, a beautiful clubhouse with food. And as an example, today they have this – I would have almost stayed, but I'm almost, in a way I'm glad I didn't because I won't eat so much. But <laughs> they have a buffet there today on every Sunday that's fantastic. So you guys know it because you've played it, but it's really become a great course. And in many magazines in California, it's rated the number one course in California better than Pebble Beach. So that's an honor for me. That's uh, Go ahead, Coach. Well, Donald, and you, your golf courses themselves are phenomenal. And, and from the I'm, as the coach of the show, I, I'd like to talk a little bit about your game. What it, what is it about golf for you that you enjoy the most? Is it getting away from everything, or is it doing business on the course? Is it a combination, uh, and is it just the challenge itself? Well, the great thing about owning courses is you no longer have to feel so guilty about playing. I'm a member of Wingfoot, and but I don't get to play it as much anymore because I go to my course in Westchester. And, you know, you feel that at least even if you're playing golf, you're now working. So you have mentally you have the excuse that you're working. It makes you feel psychologically better. <laughs> well, see, that's what you I understand. You don't feel, in doing. other words, what I'm really saying is you don't feel <laughs> guilty that you're playing golf when you shouldn't be. I'm happy. Because this way I can say, oh, gee, I really worked today. I played 18 holes of golf. <laughs> but there's something special about it. And and I, I think it's the beauty. I play tennis. I play a lot of sports. I've always played sports. And there's something, though, about walking down, especially when you're on great courses, uh, you know, a magnificent fairway. Like in Los Angeles, you're walking down. Every hole is on the ocean. It's probably the only course I've ever seen. Every hole at my course in Los Angeles is on the ocean. And you walk down those fairways. And regardless of playing well or not playing well, I mean, it's just so beautiful. And I think that's why golf has become so successful and so popular. And the other is you get to know people on a course better than you can ever do at lunch. I've made so many business deals. People say, how do you do a golf? And I do fine. But they say, but if you really add it up, I mean, I've made so many deals on a golf course that I would have never made that I've really made hundreds of millions of dollars on a golf course. I've made more than anybody on the on the tour. 
And it's, it's, you know, I really believe that if I didn't have them on my course, I wouldn't have made certain deals that turned out to be great deals. I don't think I'd play a skins game with the, the Donald. <laughs> no, I'd pass on that, actually. Well, I'm sure you do very well, but it is, it is funny that you can tell a lot about a person by the way they play golf. Yeah. That's true. Well, That's there's true. no doubt with the integrity of the game and how they conduct themselves on the golf course, just in their behaviors. You can certainly, as well as you get to know people and, and running all your multiple businesses, you can certainly find out about them about three holes. Well, as an example, about two weeks ago, I was playing with a very big businessman, and he had a shot that his drive was solidly behind a tree, solidly. I mean, I walked over, I was with him, and I walk over, and he's solidly behind the tree. He had no shot. He had a chip out. And... Okay, so I left him, and I go to my ball, and all of a sudden I see him hitting a ball right to the green, and I say, oh, good shot. What do you like? I'm two. Oh, good. (laughs) Now, I don't want to question him, but I learned a lot about him from that. Not that we don't every once in a while give it a jiggle. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. And by the way, some people do a lot, and you don't even consider it that bad because they do it sort of obviously, okay? Yeah. But other people do it less obviously. I have a friend who's a really good golfer, and he would refuse to – he never moves the ball. He he really – he gets sick at the thought of moving a ball. Then you have the caddies. The caddies move balls. And I tell sometimes my caddy, please don't move it. I don't want to move it. You know, you have all different ways of playing. Yeah. And, you know, moving's fine if everyone sort of does it, if everyone knows and if people are laughing about it. But, you know, sometimes you have serious stuff where – and this was a case two weeks ago, and – you know, he was so – there was no shot whatsoever. And all of a sudden, you see him hitting the ball toward the green, and I say, oh, great, what do you like? And it's it's sort of funny to see. But I learned something about that person at that shot. Yeah, I, I, I bet you did. You know, we, just with a few minutes left here, i got to ask you, because you've had tremendous success with, of course, your television series, uh, The Apprentice, and now with uh, the new Celebrity Apprentice coming out. Tell us a little bit about this. Well, I'm really happy with The Apprentice. It became actually the number one show on television. And, yep. you know, everyone said it could never work. And so many people, Mark Cuban and, and Richard Branson oh, and really? Tommy Hilfiger, you know, there were 15 copies of The Apprentice. Yeah. Every one of them failed. And <laughs> we're going now into our seventh season. It's It opens on a Thursday at 9 o'clock on NBC, as you know, on, mm-hmm. on uh, January 3rd. And I think it's the best one we've done. So it'll be really exciting. What about, let's talk a little bit about Scotland, if we can, and what you've got going on over there. Well, Scotland is, I think, going to be uh, the grandfather of everything. These are the largest dunes in the world. They're called the Great Dunes of Scotland, and I bought all of it. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of strange. We love it. You we know, the way that. the ocean forms. It's really the, the ocean formed this <laughs> four-mile stretch of dunes that are the largest in the world, and they were really, they call them SSI, scientifically important. And in theory, you could not touch them. And over the course of about two years, I hope I've convinced the government. I mean, I'm waiting for final approvals, but I hope that everybody's convinced because environmentally it's good and everything else, um, that they're going to allow me to build a golf course, which, and, and other things, housing and hotels and everything else. But a golf course that will be, I believe, the greatest golf course anywhere in the world. There's no dunes. There's no piece of land like this. Four and a half miles on the ocean. Dunes that go 100 feet up in the air. Wow. That's like 10-story buildings. And, you know, if you take a look at abandoned dune as an example, they're like little toys compared <laughs> to what this is. 
So it really is It really That's is amazing. going to be special, assuming I get all of my approvals. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, we'll be heading out to the uh, Big Apple for uh, Memorial Day uh, weekend, and uh, we're going to celebrate with uh, some of the troops, uh, and uh, su- we support the troops heavily, and uh, we'll make Great. sure to give you a phone call in advance. Well, you know, if you guys want to play my, I'd love you to play my golf courses in either New Jersey or New York, and, and even though they're private, I think I might be able to work it so you get on. <laughs> But the course that I love your Californians to play is is one that they can actually just go up to and play, and That's I think exactly they'll right. I think they're going to really love it. And you really do have a great show, even though you destroyed my round of golf today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch. You know what it is to catch your group on the 11th hole. Good luck with that one. That's not good, right? No, it's not. All right, I'll be talking about Trump National all over the uh, vistas in the world uh, uh, for free nice. for the next five weeks. <laughs> Thanks well, again. I've, I've listened to your show many times, and I really like it. And let me know anytime you want. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful holiday. Have a good time, And fellas. Merry Christmas. All right. So there he is, the Donald himself, live on the Teed Up Radio Network. Stay tuned. One more segment here on the first hour of the Teed Up Radio Network. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Teed Up Show. Stay tuned for our Kettle One Champions Tour live report. Live report. Don't miss all the live action right here. Visit teedupshow.com for details on our third annual golf classic, September 8th, 2008, at Spanish Hills Country Club in Camarillo, California. Visit teedupshow.com. Are you playing?